Hey there, it's Alana, and I'm very excited to share this podcast with you. It's a little different than ones I've shared in the past, and it all revolves around how to talk about your weight loss journey if your kids are looking, which can relate to if your spouse is looking, if your friends are looking, your coworkers, how to deal with it all. And this mom asked me, Alana, what's it like? Does your daughter see you use the scale? Does she see you track your food? How do you respond? And I'm really excited I was able to respond to her and give this unconventional response. Just so you know, it is the perspective of a mother of three who is going through my own weight loss journey. Obviously, I'm a registered dietitian, but this is my personal perspective on this and how I see it and what I do. So obviously, everyone's different. This is my take on it, and I'd love to hear your reaction to it, what you would add, if you love it, if you try it, and please message me in my DMs. And if you want to be part of my private groups and be able to ask me these Q&As, I have another one starting the weekend after Thanksgiving when we want to shed off that, you know, excess stuffing turkey weight and kind of melt our way back into finishing the year really strong. So please look at the link below, sign up because I'm currently in weight loss mode. I will be currently in weight loss mode for the next one. And my mindset and my motivation powers when I'm going through it myself are really epic and our group is phenomenal and you should definitely be a part of it. And without further ado, here's my response to this wonderful question. I see that Barry Watnick is on screen. Her hand's been raised. Yeah, I'm calling on you. So if I have a minute, I'm going to have to go um, feed my baby in a minute. But uh, Barry, let's hear it. What a wait. Hi, I didn't even realize that it was still raised. Sorry. Um, I actually had one of the questions and you can see I'm in the car driving with my kids, but I promise we're stopped, guys. <laughs> my question is, is that my little one has been noticing that I've been tracking my weight and weighing myself and I'm writing all my stuff down. And like, what do you do when Olivia sees you doing that? Because I just tell her, oh, mommy's trying to make healthy choices, but I don't want it to be like, become obsessive and be like, you know, and go the wrong way. (laughs) Right. A hundred percent. Well, the fact that you're laughing is the best because it's lighthearted. It's not Uh serious. It's not scary. It's not shameful. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's step one is like, you're making a healthy effort to you. Don't be ashamed of it. Also, yeah. I mean, I, I know she's there and listening, but I'm like, no, she's not. No, here, like she's in the world. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> also, I, I find this really interesting as a dietitian who knows statistics. Okay. So just from like mm-hmm. a statistic standpoint, I'm sure, I'm sure these things are deviated a little bit more post COVID. They haven't even put new numbers out and I'm sure <laughs> our obesity rates are, have not come down. Um, but just from like, I found facts to be really helpful in this first and foremost and speaking to moms and myself when I was at least in school, one percent. It was a. It was one percent, and I don't know if it was per category of age or gender, or whatever. But I, I remember seeing it was one percent um, 
of girls have anorexia nervosa in the United States. And I don't know if, again, like that was for ages eight years old to 18 or it was generally, so don't quote me on it, but I remember like really like 1% have anorexia nervosa. Um, what's really interesting, just for everyone on here, the actual, who knows what the most common eating disorder is? It'll blow your mind. Binge eating disorder. I would say binge eating. Binge eating disorder is way more prevalent in the United States than anorexia nervosa. I'm not downplaying anorexia nervosa. Like, I don't want anyone to think that. But it's, it's like, I think everyone's so scared that if they show their kid that they're eating healthy, they're not going to eat. The kid's going to starve themselves. No, not the case. When you eat really well and you're able to be satisfied and stop and you're able to pass a cookie potentially and actually not have it because you're not in the mood or it doesn't look that good to you, or you're able to have a bite and then stop or have one and then stop, that actually might be the most productive, positive modeling that we can give to this next generation. Okay. So first of all, I think it's really important, Maggie saying this is, um, happy I'm sharing this. So I think it's really important to see a perspective. Okay. Cause I think that these are some of the biggest fears. I, my, I send my kids to a top pediatrician. I'm absolutely obsessed with him. Um, Dr. Ronnie Nagel, he's famous in LA and we work together. We've had clients together and I'm so thankful my kids go see him, but he is, he's seen it's just, it's like every doctor, if you talk to a kid's doctor, they are seeing a lot more overweight kids who aren't active, who aren't eating healthy, then they are seeing kids who are malnourished, especially in thankfully our, you know, our privileged have access to Zoom like lives. Okay. So that already puts you in some ability. So that's step one. Okay. Step two is how I communicate these things to my daughter. Uh, my kids have seen me hop on the scale more than one occasion. Again, they, they like to watch me use the bathroom. So they, they, they definitely see me go on the scale. I have made it so nothing that it's like, they watch me brush my teeth. They watch me hop on the scale. I don't like get off the scale when it goes up and go, damn you, <laughs> this crazy angry reaction that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. Um, I just hop on, hop off, put it away. Like I have to tuck it under and I start brushing my teeth it's a check-in. It's really interesting because now when they go to the doctor, the doctor's like, hop on the scale. And they're just as fine hopping on the scale as they are getting their thermometer checked, their blood sugar checked, their ears looked at, their height looked at. It's not a thing. It's just a tool. And it's not scary. It's not mean. It's not angry and all these things. Okay. Um, so that's step one. Be neutral, be calm. Again, if you are going on it daily like I do, it doesn't have these massive reactions typically that, that elicit massive reactions. Also, again, like today, like my daughter didn't see me go on the scale today, but again, I try to expect what it's going to be. So today I was like, it's going to go up. It went up. It, again, it keeps me way more neutral and level-headed in my reactions to the scale and way more just like objective. It's feedback. It's nothing. Kids can see that, kids cannot see that. They also see me put lipstick on. That doesn't mean I'm insecure about my lips. You know what I mean? It's just a thing. So if, if you start putting all this emotional power to it, the way 
way too many people have, then sure, they might. If you start telling them that they need to hop on it and you're going to write down what they weigh, that will be likely issues down the line. I've had many clients tell me their parents did that to them. Don't do it. Sometimes my son's like, now I want to hop on. I'm like, great. So my daughter and my son, sometimes after I go on, they're like, I want to see. And then no matter what it is, 42 pounds, 28 pounds, 65 pounds, whatever it is, they're like six, two, eight, like 0.8 or whatever it is. And I'm like, and they're like, mommy, I'm like, perfect. Like great number. Like it's going up. You should be growing. That means you're growing. Like not a thing. So that's step one. When it comes to tracking your food, we call it mommy's special book <laughs> because I don't want them touching it. I don't want them writing on it. Again, I'm not in there like digging my hand into it angry. I'm just after a meal. Uh, sometimes, hopefully, if I could do it when they're around, I just write it in. I tuck it into like this like nook in the kitchen and it's over. Um, she could think that I'm doing forensic accounting. She could think like, I I write in, I don't, you know, again, she sees that I have something that I respect and I, it's mommy's special book. Please don't use it as your doodle pad. That just treats her that she should hold respect in other things of other people's possessions. And I shouldn't look in her diary and all these things. Like it's, it is what you make it. And unfortunately society has made so much accountability and becoming healthy, demonized and overwhelming. And it really could be a lot more approachable, helpful, calm, and productive and positive. So I don't see it as an issue. And because my daughter sees me with the scale like this, Amir Tashem, like I pray to God, I don't think she'll ever be scared of it. It's just, it's not scary. It's just there. Um, and someone wrote, Sounds thank like you. you treat it like you treat weight loss, steady and consistent. Okay, thank you, Katie. She says, I'm an inspiring mom. We're all juggling. We're all juggling. My husband said to me recently, because he saw me tracking in the book, and he goes, I wonder what Olivia's going to say when she, like, when she notices your book. I'm like, you wonder? Olivia's been calling it Mommy's Special Book for, like, two years. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, really? I'm like, Yeah. So, you know, again, like kids have their own insecurities about their things. If you make things not shameful, then I think they learn they don't need to be ashamed of things too. Like if you kind of create it as like, don't look at what I'm eating, that is really, really not good. And I have had those instances. I try to be as open of a book, like with my water enhancers, like I like to put things in my water. I'm not saying like, this is mine, that's yours. I'm like, you know, if I'm drinking it, you should be drinking it. I just think it makes you like, it's okay. It, I think the more, the less hidden secrets you have from your, your kids or shameful points, the better, because in working with so many kids with the door closed, with the moms not there, when I have the permission and capability to do it, they know everything. They know everything. They see everything. It's just the truth. They just know it. They know their mom has hidden candy bars in the in the side table. And so they go into it. They start hiding and sneaking food and, and putting their Halloween candy in like, you know, grandpa's vase. That's it's just 
don't sneak, don't be scared um, when it comes to healthful practices and view these things as healthful, positive practices because they are. And I have such great research behind it in my book that shows that again, you're not counting calorie, like you might be counting calories, but they don't see you tallying it. Like with the two minutes of chakra, I just, I don't find it shameful. So let's say my daughter does open it and gets better and can at reading and can read my handwriting, which no one can because it's so horrible. But like, what's she going to see? Chicken, broccoli, hummus, like six cookies. Again, I want her to know it's my special book because I don't want her to doodle all over it and, and start like taking glue to it and turning into like a Christmas tree um, concoction art project. But again, it, you know, I, I try to look at these things as if she saw that and she saw that, like it would, it's, it's okay. Um, so I, I think, you know, that is a big part of it. I'm happy we had this conversation because it's not just your kids. You're going to have this with your in-laws. You're going to have this with your spouses. You're going to have this with your friends. Your friends are going to say, why aren't you drinking? It's a holiday party. And you're going to have to be like, because if I drink, then I'm going to be up all night. It makes me eat more. It makes me really inflamed and puffy. Like you have to just not be ashamed of the fact that you're maybe not drinking alcohol. You can't be ashamed of the fact that you might not want that dessert. And I think we get shamed into eating and doing a lot more unhealthy things than we're, you know, being motivated and pushed to practice positive practices. So please feel empowered and strong to be your authentic, integral self and speak the truth of your intentions first and foremost to yourself. Like you care to lose this weight, you're eating healthy, you're making a solid plan for the weekend, but also be comfortable conveying that to people you feel safe with because it really helps reinforce it for you um, and for everyone around you. Okay. I love you guys. This was so great. So productive, so successful. I'm so happy it was recording. So everyone um, who didn't attend can have access to it. You're all amazing. Stay positive, stay with it and keep our, our thread strong because it's really strong you guys. I'm going to turn my camera and, and mute and, and mute it, but I'll keep it on for like another minute. Cause I feel like you guys are talking a little bit to each other in the chat. Okay. All right. And if you have any feedback for me or want to write anything, um, I'll keep the chat open so I can see it too. All right. Love you guys.